Hello, everyone, and welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you tips, tools, and resources to help you discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, holistic health and mindfulness coach, Amanda Bickham. Thank you, and welcome to the show. Welcome, everyone. I am really excited to be coming to you for another episode of Driven for Purpose. And I have a lot of topics that I'm really excited to talk about. And today is one that is so unbelievably present in my life right now. And when I tune into myself and what I'm feeling, I feel so much aliveness in my body and so much sensations in my body as of lately as I've allowed myself to continue to soften. And I truly do believe that this higher vibrational state of feeling and these higher vibrational experiences that I have been so blessed to have these experiences in this way of feeling is possible for each and every one of you. And one of my biggest missions is to be able to share some of my experiences and what I am doing to create these experiences. Because truly, whether we're aware of it or not, we are all creating our own realities. And we have a choice. We can choose to create them consciously with intention or we can choose to create them unconsciously. And oftentimes when we are creating our experiences unconsciously, that's when we end up in situations and circumstances that we don't want. Situations and circumstances that we are not so happy about. And that's oftentimes when people can get into the victim mode. So I have been hearing a lot from clients and people who have written in and friends and the community in general about really wanting to attract the right level of relationships, the right experiences, whether they be intimate experiences or sexual experiences. And I really am excited to bring you this podcast today on In order to be worshipped, you must first worship the top secret to cultivating self-love and honoring the God-Goddess within. And this is really the secret to attracting the types of relationships that you really want. I feel and I hear so many people who share their sexual or intimate experiences with me and then end up feeling slightly depleted or disconnected as the experience wasn't really all that they wanted. And I'm starting to notice a theme around when I ask deeper about, well, tell me about the experience. What was cultivated? What was created for you? I'm starting to notice oftentimes a slight misalignment in what people are wanting to feel and experience and what they are doing, right? We feel not good when our actions are not aligned with our intentions. 
then we get out of alignment and we don't always cultivate the right kind of relationships that we truly desire. So there's also been a lot of talk in the community about self-love. How do I learn to love myself? How do I learn to heal from within so that I'm no longer projecting and seeking and creating these, you know, messes of relationships that I don't really want to be in. So today, oof, such a juicy topic because the last year I have had such incredible relationships with the divine masculine. And truly, I mean the absolute divine masculine, meaning the masculine who is in their highest expression of themselves. And to any of the women who are listening to this podcast and to any women who have pain around their relationships with men and some of the experiences that they may have had in their life that were less than optimal or they were connecting to men who weren't in their divine masculine and maybe have had abusive relationships or, or whatever experience, my heart goes out to you. Truly, it does. And I hope that if you're listening, that this podcast gives you a deep inner feeling within your belly, within your womb, that the divine masculine that you are seeking is out there. And same for the men who are listening to this podcast, because believe me, I know that you men have also been hurt and abused by women. And you may not talk about it very often or as loudly as the women are right now, but I know that it works both ways. And so to any man who is listening, the divine goddess, the queen, who you are seeking, she is out there. And I'd love for you just to sit with that for a moment and just see how that feels. And maybe you already have the divine in your life. Maybe you're going through a rough patch, but just sit with this in your heart and notice how it feels to know that. So I'd like to start first by just sharing a little bit about my experience with the Divine Masculine in last year. I have truly encountered so many amazing, beautiful men, truly, who are on their path, who are taking responsibility, who are honoring themselves in a mental, emotional, physical way and who are truly showing up in the world for themselves and for the greater good. And I believe that this is really important because I know that there can sometimes we can experience the opposite. And I feel so blessed to have had so many of these circumstances and situations with men who are honoring themselves so much that they're really respecting their boundaries and it has created different types of relationships. Not many of them haven't been sexual. In fact, there have been many men in my path this year who have been so connected to themselves and on their path that they are not wanting to get into a sexual relationship with me because they're in a state of self-inquiry or self-reflection, or abstinence, or whatever it is. And what I wanted to talk about today is that if you are not 
feeling or experiencing the types of relationship that you truly want, the first thing you must do is start tuning in and ask yourself how your relationship with yourself is. Because I will tell you something, if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, it is going to be really hard for you to create beautiful relationships with others. The relationship to self is the most important relationship we have. And yet in our society, in our culture, we often shame. There's a lot of shame around taking care of yourself and honoring yourself. And it's known as selfish. And I really hope that this helps to shift some of our old stories and beliefs around that. So in order to be worshipped, you must first worship. What in the world do I mean by that? So I truly do believe that each and every single individual on this planet is an embodiment of the God Goddess. We are all divine beings. And yet, if we want to truly begin to feel our own divinity, our own sacredness, we must begin to worship ourselves. Years ago when I was in India, I remember feeling as though I really wanted to connect. Like I really want to connect. I really want to be held and, and feel a deep connection. And yet I didn't want to go seek it because the seeking is often where we go wrong. And so what I did was I created something that I call the goddess shower. And this is for you two gorgeous gods who are listening. This is really an act of worship. Okay. It's an act of truly, you know, I started thinking about how, why is it that when I'm in the shower with a lover, I am so present and I truly worship every part of this divine person's being. I go slow and I feel the soap against every part of their skin. I allow the water to wash over us and feel how good it feels to be cleansed. I take my time. I go slow. And I really honor this beautiful experience. And I started asking myself, why do I do this for a lover? But when I go to shower in my own space, I'm all about, okay, get in, get out, wash me up, shave my legs, do it really quickly. I don't want to be spending this time, you know, like, okay, you know, I'm done. You know, the shower is the doing in order to get to where I want to go. Instead of really allowing my state to fully worship my body. And so I created this evening where I lit candles all over my room. And I made myself one of my favorite elixirs that makes me feel so connected and juicy. And I played my favorite music. And I lit candles in the shower. And I cultivated what I now call the goddess shower or the God-Goddess Shower. 
And so I share this with you because this is one of the ways where you can begin to worship yourself. Because I'll tell you something, if you really want someone to worship you, to see you in your divinity for all that you are, to see your soul embodied in a human form, if you want them to spill the open their heart and surrender to you and worship every inch of your body, if you don't do that yourself, there will be a very slight chance that you will find someone who will be able to recognize the divinity in you and give you that too. Because if you can't see it yourself, we are all just reflections of one another. And if you're reflecting this not enough, I'm not worthy of my time. I'm not worthy of my worship. I'm not worthy. And maybe you don't say those words, but your actions show that by not taking time to connect to yourself, to love yourself, to spend time with yourself. And this is just one small way. I'll go through a couple things, other things that you can do. But if you don't take the time, why would somebody else? Because here's the thing. If you start to honor yourself, if you start to give yourself time, if you start to say no to all the people-pleasing activities that you do, when you start to say yes to yourself and your self-worth increases, if you start to spend money on yourself, Instead of on everything and everyone else, you're telling yourself on a subconscious and cellular level, I am worthy. If you start to invest in your health by choosing to eat better foods, by choosing to move your body, by choosing to invest in teachers and workshops and programs that help you continue to connect deeper to you, you begin to worship the God goddess within. And when you start to do that, I promise others will too. Because again, we are all just reflections of one another. And in order for someone to see you in your full divinity, you must see you in that space too. So some of the ways in which we can cultivate this worship is by just realizing that this is a physical form that we've been gifted to experience this 3D world. And it is a reflection of how we feel. So if you're feeling, if you're having weight issues or skin issues or pain issues, it's not something that's happening to you. It's something that you have created by your patterns, your habits, your thoughts, and your belief systems. And if you start truly thinking, okay, if just per se, maybe this concept of worshiping the goddess is really weird to you and really foreign and maybe even slightly uncomfortable, I invite you to look at that because all I'm saying is that you're divine and that you're worth it. And if there's stickiness around this, I invite you to just Sit with that and ask yourself, maybe, why do I feel sticky about realizing that I'm worth it? Because if you start to understand this and if you start to really, truly honor this and give yourself this self-love, then who it is that you are wanting to attract the right types of relationships, they will come to you. 
You don't have to seek. It's the looking, the act of looking, the act of seeking that pulls us out of alignment because we're trying to fulfill a part of ourself that cannot be fulfilled by the other. And if you do find a relationship and it is great, chances are it's going to go sour sooner rather than later because these self-worth issues and these projection issues are going to come up. And that's why so many of us end up in these relationships that we think we want and then we get into them and then all of our shit comes up, which regardless of how much work you've done on your own self, there's relationships still bring up your shit. But the more of your own self-work you've done, the more smooth your relationships can be and you start actually cultivating the right types of sexual experiences and intimate experiences and relationships that you desire. We talk a lot about the self-work and if you haven't gone back to my previous podcast, I have one called Doing the Self-Work, the most important work you could ever do. Truly, you start focusing your energy within and I promise your whole life will start to change. The way that you feel will start to change. Your body will change. Your relationships will change. Your life circumstances will change. So I want to talk about a couple other things. You know, I've kind of mentioned them in this podcast, but just Really think about if you were God, goddess, if you were, or even if you were the love, if you have a hard time connecting to those words, if you were the love of your life, how would you treat the love of your life? How would you cook them breakfast in the morning? How would you shower them? What kind of things would you buy them to show your love? And start thinking about those qualities and those actions and start performing those actions on yourself. Take yourself out on a date. Get ready and get dressed up for you, not for the world, but for you. Start wearing clothes that make you feel good. Start doing things that make you come alive. Start worshiping yourself in every aspect of your being. Take care of yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. Because I promise that What you see on the outside is truly just a reflection of what's happening within. And when you start to change what's going on internally, the outside will change as well. And I can say this from my own experience, and I can also say this from working with many clients of giving them these tools and tips and seeing them progress in their own self-love. I mean, a lot of people ask me, what kind of, how do you work with people? You know, like, how, how does it work? I teach them to love themselves. I teach them how to reconnect with themselves and give them tools to really establish this beautiful relationship with themselves. So before I end this podcast, I want to share a personal story because I think that it's really important to be as open and transparent as I can and share some of my experiences. I am in the process of writing a book and a lot of these experiences and all the juicy details, like I couldn't write this script, you know, like this movie that I'm living, it's, it's really quite crazy, but I want to share an experience that happened to me that really inspired me to share this podcast. So recently in the past year, as I've explained to you, I've really connected to a lot of the divine masculine and I've been able to see them in so many different forms. I've been able to hold space for them in the men's circles that I've been hosting and in the men's work that I'm doing when coaching them. I've been able to connect with them on emotional levels, on intimate levels, and even in some sexual levels. I've been able to meet them on a soul level and create beautiful experiences 
with them in a varying array of ways. And recently I connected with this beautiful soul. And it was really interesting when I saw this person, I just saw the back of him. And I was like, wow, I feel that person's spirit. I'm a very intuitive person. I can feel a lot. And I remember feeling like, wow, that person is beautiful. I didn't even see them. I just felt their energy from the back. And then a few days later, okay, so let me talk about it. One other way that you can worship the God goddess, masturbation meditation. (laughs) And truly, we have so much shame around sex and sexuality and masturbation and all of these different ways of connecting with ourselves sexually. And I invite, if you love masturbation, awesome. How about you turn it into a spiritual experience, truly about getting to not to try to ejaculate or not to try to come or orgasm, but like worship yourself. I had, so, and the reason why I share this is because I've been really calling in a divine masculine in my life. I hadn't been sexually intimate in about six months since my last beautiful, soulful, amazing divine God came into my life. And I've been really calling in some beautiful, yummy, spiritual, sexual experiences. And yet I'm very particular and I read energy very well. And I'm very, I know exactly what kind of a person I want in my space, especially if it's sexually. So what I started doing was really ritualizing my self-love practice in masturbation meditations and really using this as an honor to worship the goddess within me. Oof, it's juicy just thinking about it. Mm. And so what I would do was instead of just like, oh yeah, here, I'm going to like pleasure myself so I can like have an orgasm and mm, it's going to be good. Like maybe I'll turn on a porno. No, like that's not my style. And what I really did was turn it up a notch even more. I set up candles everywhere. I put music on. I have a crystal grid and I made one specifically for Shiva honoring the divine masculine. And I had two sessions one night and it was, you know, shorter and sweet and amazing and juicy. And the next night I literally spent three hours worshiping and making love to myself the way that I would want a lover to literally three hours. I didn't even know that was possible. Put a little bit of cacao in you or a lot in my case and anything is possible. But here's the thing, you guys, like, you know, for before this might've been shame, you know, I might have shame talking about this, but no, everybody should do this. Everybody should drink some freaking cacao and make love to yourself for hours. Like you would a lover, like you want it to be this juicy, long, drawn out massage, candles, romance, do it. Because I'll tell you that night, I worshiped myself for about three hours and I woke up the next morning and I had this feeling that I should go to this cafe, which I never go to this cafe, but I just had this feeling that I need to go. And I walk upstairs and guess who's there? The man that I felt his energy before. And in this space, I was like, wow, we caught eye contact and then we went about our business and then I was going to leave and he was getting up around the same time. And he stopped me and he said, do I know you? I said, not in this lifetime. (laughs) And he's this beautiful, long-haired Colombian who has these, a couple dreads. Now his whole head isn't dreaded, but just a couple dreads on the bottom, which with like feathers from different birds, like 
attached to his dreads. It's so beautiful. And I felt this instant resonance with him, this presence with him. And I was like, I'm going to go get a coconut if you want to go, you know? So we go to the coconut stand, and then next thing you know, we're out in this field behind this church, all alone, staring into each other's eyes, sitting cross-legged, breathing, and just feeling, literally, I don't even know how long we were staring into each other's eyes for, probably like 20 minutes. And then we start really moving energy between him and I, and then we start playing with our hands, and we were feeling all this chemistry and this energy, and then the next thing I know, I'm sitting on his lap, and then the next thing I know, we're doing these like tantric breathing exercises in the middle of this field, and then the next thing I know, I'm like, okay, come with me, you're coming to my house, (laughs) you know, and we had... This is very rare that this experience, this type of soulful connection from the very beginning, like I probably spent an hour meditating with this man in one way, shape or form or another before I was like, wow, my soul, my body, my spirit, it's calling for you. (laughs) Let's go. Right. And this man, so I practice Tantra and many of you know from reading my blogs or listening to my podcast that I talk a lot about Tantra and I've always felt this innate, I've realized actually that I've been dondric since I was a kid. Some of the things that I would do with my girlfriends and, and the ways that I connected to myself physically and sexually were very tantric. And so it's something that has been innately in me. And I'm only now having actually studied tantra and gone to workshops and festivals and schools and what have you. Do I know tantra from the actual practices that I picked up along the way? But this man, he's literally like indigenous from Colombia. He knows Tantra. He's so incredibly connected. And I truly do believe that like the truth of what Tantra is, like what it really is beyond all the fluff and the sexuality and the, you know, worshiping and the whatever energy, it's the connection to your masculine and feminine and being able to move and dance between the masculine and feminine within yourself so well that you can balance and dance between the masculine and feminine with the person who you're connecting with intimately or sexually or not, because Tantra does not have to be just a sexual experience. So anyways, this guy, he was so tantric, like so tantric in his nature. And he really understood worshiping the goddess. He understood it in ways so beautifully And we had this beautiful lovemaking experience and both of us, neither of us came. It was just this beautiful tantric experience where it's not about either of us coming. It's that's not what we're there for. That's not what we're going for. That's just something extra, but it's not even something that either of us really want to cultivate because that's not what it's about. And, you know, I looked at him and I said, wow, I know you don't practice tantra, but you are so tantric. And he's, you know, he's so (laughs) indigenous. I don't know. He's just so connected to himself that he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand when, when you feel good, I feel good. I don't need to, you know, like come or, or there's nothing that's not really why I'm here. I'm here when you feel good, I feel good. And that's what's most important to me. And anyways, I didn't think I'd be sharing all this. (laughs) So where I'm going with this is I've had a lot of really beautiful experiences with this man, and we don't speak, we speak different languages. He speaks Spanish, I speak English. We can communicate in English on basic levels, but when it comes to talking about feelings, there's only so much Spanish I know, and there's only so much English he knows. And so we've had to communicate a lot through our actions and through just the energetics of us being present with one another. 
And my heart is just opening with every divine masculine that I meet. My heart opens more and more and more because they're seeing me and they are worshiping me, ladies, like worshiping. Oh, wow. In ways that like I never even truly imagined being worshiped from the way that we shower each other to the way that we see each other when making love and not. And I'm getting to the climax. So what happened was my heart has been opening in so many different ways. And also I feel so much like a lot of tears come up, not because I'm sad, but because I just see so much beauty. Oh my gosh. I see so much beauty in all these men. And like, I want to cry for all the women who don't find these men because they're out there. They're out there. Oh my God, I say are out there. And I go over to his place today and I could feel we kind of had a little trigger happen and there's this misunderstanding and like, I just want to be there for him and he wants to be there for me, but we can't fully communicate. And I go to his house and we just sit there and we're laying there for a while. And like, I start crying because I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for him showing me how it is to be treated. And there's a couple other juicy sex stories that I might share later in a podcast with one of my girlfriends. So be sure to tune into that. But what he showed me, self-acceptance of my body, self-acceptance of my being a woman and really holding space for me. And he's literally changed my life, even though we've only been connecting for a few weeks. And in a way, it helped me connect deeper to myself, which I will take in every other relationship I go to. So I'm so grateful. And we started like crying and I'm like, I'm not crying sadness. I promise. Like, I'm just so grateful And he looks at me and he like gets up and he puts a shirt over my eyes and he lays me on my back and he places a pillow underneath my feet because we can't communicate with words. This was his act, his gesture of just really worshiping the goddess. And he started taking out like this coconut oil and he started rubbing my feet and like really just like with so much care and so much intention and like really like rubbing, like worshiping my feet. And like, even to the point of like, I'm in India and we walk around barefoot often, you know, and like, even to the point of like scrubbing, like scrubbing my toes, (laughs) like scrubbing my little toenails and like, and like really taking so much care and like spent about probably 30 minutes from like coconut oil to like wiping it off with a towel to like putting this beautiful like smelling cream on and like leaving me there on my back just to receive, just to receive, just receive this goddess, receive me worshiping you, my feet. And like with so much care and just wanted me to feel good. And then he leaves and comes back and puts a mango on my chest because he knows I love mangoes. And when, you know, I took the blindfold off and I looked at him and he just looks at me with such purity. And he's like, do you understand my message? And the message beyond words was, I see you. I feel you. I honor you. And I worship you. Thank you. It honestly brings me to tears to share this story for someone to worship me and to honor me. It's a simple gesture, but it's the energy behind it 
that makes the biggest difference. And it's these things that matter most. And what came to me while I was in this experience is like, Amanda, if you haven't spent the last year, and believe me, ladies and gentlemen, I have spent the last year worshiping myself, worshiping in all kinds of ways. A lot of time I've spent with myself doing similar practices, but it's like, if I didn't worship my body, if I didn't worship myself, this man wouldn't either. And it was truly one of the most beautiful acts of love on a soul level that I've received. And so I felt really inspired. And I, you know, at the end of our experience, I was like, wow, I know we can't communicate that well through words, but this experience is going to affect many people because I'm going to share it and I'm going to give people an opportunity to understand what's possible, to understand what they can cultivate and create in their lives. Because before we had that experience, him and I were like, we're just reflections of one another. What you see in me is truly what you see in you. And we both have that understanding. So I hope that this inspires you. I hope that this touches you in some way. I hope that this story is something that you can begin to understand the deeper meanings and how you can cultivate this in your life. If this touched you, of course, I love hearing from you guys. You can always write to me on my website, amandabickham.com, or leave a comment below. I'm going to be sharing a lot more sexual juicy experiences with you and also talking a lot more about sacred sexuality, partnerships, relationships, and how to bring more of the right kind of relationship into your life. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love your feedback. I love your reviews. And I love you. Truly. It's you guys being a part of this community that really inspires me to keep doing and sharing. So thank you so much. And I will see you next time on the Driven for Purpose podcast. Adios. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.